every breath was pain for Herodias, but through the blood pouring from her side, thigh, and her shoulder, she manages to get to her feet. The entirety of her weight rests on the various furniture of the room, as she pulls herself across the ground over to the window. On the streets below, a small crowd is gathered outside the doors of King Frederick, but through the pale illumination of the moon, Herodias was unable to spot Rosalie. She groans to herself and swears as she holsters her smith and wesson, and presses her hands tight against her body, one on her side, the other on her thigh. She pulls herself onto the bed, and her hands find Antoinette's neck. Her heart beats against the pads of Herodias' fingers. Sighing, she moves carefully around the room, her good shoulder dragging against the walls. As Herodias moves throughout the room, she swears loudly and frequently until she reaches Taub, where she tries in vain to flip the fat man over with her foot. After the initial attempt fails, she collapses into the pool of blood collecting around the innkeeper. Herodias uses both her hands to flip Taub, and winces as her pain escalates as she continues to strain her shoulder. The bullet carved a path through the barkeep's head, exiting through his left eye. Herodias leans against the doorframe and fiddles with the inside of her coat pockets. She takes out a flask gilded with a cross and a small silver box. She uses her thumb to flick the lid off the flask and pours a small amount of the wine within into Taub's open mouth. Herodias then opens the silver box and places a communion cracker past Taub's lips and closes his mouth. She closes the right intact eyelid and places a hand over Taub's face. While she speaks, she makes the motion of a cross over her body. May the Lord Jesus Christ protect you and lead you to eternal life. She leans against the frame again, her breath hard and slow. She peels back her coat and lifts her shirt. Blood soaks her shirt, her coat, and her pants. She looks at the massive hole clean through her side and the blood gushing from the missing flesh. Ah, damn it. She glances over the rest of her injuries. The chunk of flesh Taub's bullet carved across her right shoulder, the two stab wounds from Rosalie's knife in her left, and the bullet still embedded in her thigh. And while she couldn't see her face, her skin still throbbed from where it impacted Robert's knee, and from where Rosalie tried to gouge out her eye. Herodias took several quick breaths in succession, then forces herself to stand. The vulnerable cry of a wounded and dying animal sounds from her. She grabs the silver box and the flask and stumbles forward, falling at the foot of the bed. Her knee hits the hilt of the knife, which then spins next to her. Gingerly, Herodias grabs it, and she cuts the ropes binding Antoinette to the bed. With a rough, desperate shove, she flips Antoinette off the bed and onto the floor. Herodias then pulls herself along the bed and flops onto her back. Laying there, she mumbles to herself and rests the silver box on her chest. Make it quick and make it painless. <laughs> it's the only thing I ever asked you for, you know? Specks of blood fly from her lips as she strains to laugh. But you couldn't even do that for me, eh? Ah, don't worry about it. Ah, don't blame you. Ah! How could I? I probably wouldn't answer the prayers of someone who spat in my face either. <laughs> Herodias raises the flask towards the sky, then pours the rest of the contents down her throat. Ugh, cheap bastards couldn't even be bothered to buy the good stuff. The flask clatters to the ground. I know, I know it's, it's pointless to ask. It's my job to die after all, but... 
I guess I'm not as strong as everyone thinks. <laughs> A wheeze escapes her lips as she tries to laugh, but lacks the required breath. You know, if you made this quick and painless, we wouldn't be in this awkward situation. <laughs> no, you had to you had to give me one last fuck you, didn't you? <sighs> the silver lid of the box is thrown open, and Herodias's pale and shaking fingers manage to grab one of the communion wafers before the box topples off her chest and crashes onto the floor. I'll make this brief. I don't think I have time for much more than that, but if you could find it in your heart to not pass pass judgment too quickly I no I, I can't lie to you I won't lie to you I know I know what I was doing every step of the way and every action I made in this shitty life but I mean once they put me down that path I know I <laughs> I can't blame them I never forced my hand it's always been my choice my failure, my sin, every fucking action I made in this literal goddamn life I made, I guess I'm, I'm all out of excuses then, aren't I? Please, please, Father, just, just forgive me, please. With the color drained from her face, her jaw struggles to chew and grind the wafer. In the end, she swallows the half-chewed mesh and wipes her mouth with the back of her hand. She dries her eyes from the constant stream of silent tears, then takes one last breath and struggles to say, May the Lord Jesus Christ protect me and, and, and lead me to eternal life. Her voice trails off the last syllable struggling to form. Her hand flops off the side of the bed as her vision blackens, her eyes close, and one last sigh pushes from her lips. Two more sets of footsteps bang throughout the inn as Silas and Elijah run down the hall. Silas leaps over Taub's body and slides on his knees before Herodias. Without hesitation, he throws off his coat, bunches it together, and slams it down on her body. Elijah stops at the frame, his eyes transfixed on Taub. Eli, get over here now! As he leans on the wound, Herodias' eyes shoot open and she grunts. Gentle. I'm not dead yet, you fuck. While one hand keeps the coat tight against Herodias' side, Silas yanks the pillow out from beneath her, and Herodias' head slams against the bed frame. Eli, now, damn it! Silas shakes the pillow free from the case and balls it up, applying it to her thigh. Elijah stands at the door still, watching the dying Herodias. Eli! She's going to die! Get your ass in here now, goddammit! Shaken from his stupor, Elijah darts into the room. He stops again before Antoinette, but this time instead of freezing, Elijah grabs her wrists and pulls her closer to the door. He takes his place at Herodias' side as she tries to speak. She got away, Silas. Not Antoinette. The Persian. Just turning others into Antoinette. Easy. Settle down. She ain't gonna get away. Listen here, Eli. I need you to hold my coat down like this, alright? I'm gonna need you to pray for me in a minute, alright? That's the way like that. Good job, Eli. Uh, uh, I, I need my Bible to pray, Silas. No, you don't. What you need to do is stop her from bleeding out, alright? But I don't know the words. Listen to me, Eli. 
God's gonna give you the words you need to heal Herodias, alright? You just have to trust him. Can you do that? Elijah looks down at his hands, already soaked in Herodias' blood. Eli, can you do that? Uh, yes. Yes, Silas. Good. But before you do anything, I'm gonna need to get that bullet out of her. Only one in my leg. Silas nods, and as Elijah leans on Herodias' leg inside, Silas pulls out a sewing kit from his pant pocket. He takes out a needle, and Elijah moves out of his way, placing his weight on her shoulder rather than her thigh. Silas dips the needle into the wound and pulls it out, looking at the stains left by the blood on the metal. He pulls a pair of pliers from the kit and moves her leg closer to him. This is gonna hurt like hell. Hang in there, Ava. He sinks the pliers into her skin. Tears begin to pour down her cheeks, and her mouth shoots open as her neck tenses in a silent cry. He fishes around in the wound and slowly pulls out the revolver casing. He throws it to the ground and slides his hands on top of Elijah's and meets the boy's eyes. You're up, Eli. While you pray, I'm gonna need your hands on her thigh, alright? Take another pillowcase. There you go, that's the way. Just like that, hold it down tight, alright? Gotta keep her alive long enough for you to heal her. Silas rests his full weight on Herodias, whose resolve crumbles at the pain as she cries out. She begins to sob, at first silently through gritted teeth, but soon it becomes frantic and panicked as she fights to stay conscious. Stay with me, Ava. You remember Warsaw? Remember Reuben? I don't think you ever told me how the two of you met. Her face shakes with rage as she stares with bloodshot eyes at Silas. Elijah bows his head, his fingers laced together as he stands and leans with his entire body onto her leg. <laughs> you promised you wouldn't. You were in love, weren't you? Silas, not in front of the boy. He ain't a boy, Ava. We both know that's not true. Elijah takes a deep breath and begins to speak. The blue light begins to pulse from beneath his fingertips. And just like with Nadine, soon Herodias is covered in its light. Kia hakdise dominus incibilis fractura to a pessima plagatua. Gotta start treating him like he's grown one of these days. Oh, why is that? What good ever came out of being grown? Isn't it better for him to be a child as long as possible? Non esci in deceit in siam tum casim tuam et cis ad alegdium curatum utilites. Non as to be. Can't tell you how many times I wished I was still a young girl. Maybe things would have been different then. You know you ain't ever been a child, Ava. Omnes amatores tui oblite suntui corante te plagum enum inumisi percusi te. Castellaton crudei proptor multe denum iniquitartis tue proptor dora pecta tua. You ain't never had a chance. Even since our first meeting, you had started down this path. Didn't take more than a few days after your first mission for you to pick up your drinking habits. Not much longer after until I started catching you stealing my cigars. Quid clamas, super contraton tua? You never did forgive me for that. And until you apologize, I don't plan on doing anything of the sort. Insanibulis es dolor tu proptor, multitudinum iniquitotas, duetora factus pecta tua, faci hac tibi. Her face contorts with pain as Silas watches the bruises and scratches on her face begin to slowly erase. He peels the pillowcase from her shoulder and watches in awe as the flesh starts to regenerate. Muscle, blood, and skin forming before his eyes. 
He looks back at Herodias, her fists balled as she begins to sob once more through gritted teeth. Stay with me now. Tell me what's on your mind. <clears throat> you know, it's true what they say, those words stamped in the annals of cliché that ignorance is bliss. For I am certain that my dismay has not louder bray than when I place my sinful portray and have yet to pray by the death of the day. Propteria, omnes qui comedont ti devorabuntur hostes e unum quo duque, oram in captivitatum, id be et ridquit te vastan vastabuntur, quencut tosque, parque dastore tos dabo un pared. Ezra told me that once, just in passing, but I, I can't get those words out of my head. What's it mean? She takes a deep breath, her cries stopping as the color returns to her face. It means that knowledge only brings pain, Silas. And here this idiot is trying to fucking know everything. Doesn't he understand? Doesn't he know that all the truth will reveal is, is that everything is horrific? The world itself is paradoxical. He doesn't have any reason to exist in it. None of us do. And to continue to survive in this world, once you know that, you'll have to understand and accept that. And a child isn't strong enough to do either of those things. He admires you, Ava. He wants to be like you. Kia ego abducam denum cicatricium tibi et volternibus tibi sanote. And I want the best for him. And do you know what the best for him is, Silas? It's me staying as far from him as I can. I'm toxic, Silas. I drag everyone down, everyone I love. First it was my parents, then it was... It was Reuben. Tomorrow it's gonna be you or Ezra or Elijah or Alistair. Deci Dominus Deus, quea isetem, voca verunt te dicenas Zion, heiek es quam non habebat requireuntum. With her breath returned to normal, she turns to look at Elijah and shake her head as she watches the child pray over her. How the hell am I supposed to keep you safe? You're a real pain in the ass, you know that? Elijah finishes his prayer. The blue pulsing light coating Herodias begins to retract into the boy's palm. When they pull the cloth away from her wounds, her missing flesh is restored, leaving behind only thin scars from where the bullet had pierced her flesh. Silas slips into his coat, still covered in blood, as Elijah collapses to the ground. Herodias rolls out of the bed and cradles him in her arms. Silas, is he alright? He's fine. Reckon it's the same thing that happened back in Colmar. Just used up too much of himself keeping you alive is all. He'll be fine after a good night's rest. You reckon you can walk? Herodias stands, still cradling Elijah in her arms. I'm a bit sore, but I can still kick the shit out of that bitch who shot me. Come on now. Let's get you back to the church. Silas, that man is still alive. Or whatever he is now. There's a bullet through his head. The other one, Antoinette. He was a man, but the witch did something to him, made him transform into Antoinette. We need to take him back to Alistair. Right. Silas scoops up Antoinette and places her on the bed then grabs the flask and the silver box, slipping them into his pockets before picking Antoinette up again. Any chance you saw which way she ran off when you got here? She was already gone at that point. Someone in the crowd went on about several gunshots being fired inside the bar, and they said a woman jumped from a room on the second floor. 
Ain't nobody has spotted her since then. Damn it. It's all right. Don't be kicking yourself now. We need to get back to Ezra and Alistair at any rate. We don't got time to go chasing witches in the night. Well, someone has to. And who's gonna do it? You. Come on now. You can barely walk. All right, we'll go back to Ezra. Herodias stumbles from the room, holding Elijah close to her chest as the two men exit the room. Taub's body grins up at them as they pass over him. Herodias pauses at the doorframe and looks back at what she thought would be her grave. She shivers, looking over the knife, the blood coating the floors and the walls, the restraints still attached to the four corners of the bed, and the broken window. Come on, Ava. We still have more to do tonight. She nods, then the two exit the tavern and into the night. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to The Clergyman Immortal Woman, a leached talent production, written and directed by Annie Gonzorn, produced and audio engineered by James Quesada, music compositions and sound design by Maddie Gosshorn, narrated by Seth Weeks, and with voice acting by the following talented cast members. Hannah Reinhard as Herodias, Zan Kramer as Silas, Maddie Gosshorn as Elijah. Subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode, and leave us a rating and a review to help other people discover the show. Check us out on social media and on the web by following the links in the show description. Thanks again for listening, and keep the faith. <laughs>